Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, May 1st show. You can also listen to us on podcasts and our Facebook premiere show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell, and I'm going to be flying solo today. Keelan, my co-host, they just had a baby. Congratulations, Keelan and Angela. And it's a little busy at the Harvey home right now. All right, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you are hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And our lineup for today's show, we will be having a panel conversation with our two guests, Mary Moss of Dynamic Script and Robert Curtis of Business Group Resources. We'll also be having a conversation with Mary on who doesn't win? You'll know what that's about. And our follow-up conversation with Robert Curtis, what 95% of qualified business owners do not know. You'll want to know what it is. Great information and great guests in studio today. For more information on any topic discussed or to have a conversation with our guests, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And we're going to start at today's show as we do each week with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. What's on Biden's mind is the question of the day. We will be finding out at 9 p.m. Eastern or 6 p.m. our time tonight when he does a speech in front of the Congress. There are three main talking points that we're looking to to get some more information on. The first is outlining of this infrastructure bill and then there's the first time home buyer bill and the big one is more detail on the capital gains tax maybe some language talking about when this might go into effect if you watched cnbc this morning there was a statement that said they don't want rich people to be able to game the system now imagine you put all of your investments in planning to pay that 23.8 or 24% capital gains tax and now all of a sudden they shift to 44%. This will provide some detail for people who earn over a million, but still retroactive taxes always something can, that can be a little bit tricky. When they say that we don't want people to game the system, they're saying rather than implemented the 2022 or 2023, something that's on their mind is essential reactive tax, which would say we're going to elevate what you should sell now and in a lower tax bracket in the next year 
and take take your holdings in the following year. Your taxes would be higher, and I think that they're coding that a little bit. What they would like to do is something retroactive. I don't know if that's going to fly or not. The chances of it are very remote, but it's definitely something that's going to be on our mind. It does penalize those that maybe made a smart business decision. What if you sold stocks this year ahead of the announcement, and now all of a sudden you'll be taxed at 44% instead of 23 to 24%? Kind of scary. All right, Case Shiller's home price index, which is considered the gold standard for appreciation, showed home prices 12% year over year in February. This is a 15-year high, even stronger than the 11% in the previous report. The 20-city index rose from 11% to 12% year over year, with almost all of the cities showing strong gains. Phoenix, San Diego, and once again, Seattle reported the highest annual gains amongst the 20 cities. Phoenix prices rose 17.4%, San Diego was 17%, and Seattle closely falling behind or falling with uh, the other two at 15.4%. We did get some data in from New York Fed addressing what people are doing with their stimulus checks. It turns out that the amount being used for consumption has been decreasing throughout the three various rounds of stimulus. In round one, it was about 30%. Looking at round three, that's down to about 25%. And we take a closer look, a deeper dive in this, 37% of the stimulus amount is going towards saving and investments. The big question, will it last when the stimulus is no longer available? Now, the pandemic unemployment assistant claims, which gives individual benefits who would not usually qualify, and the pandemic emergency claims, which extends benefits after regular benefits expire, increased by a combined 700,000. 17.5 million individuals are still receiving benefits throughout all of their programs, which is up 500,000 from the previous week. These levels will continue to remain until Labor Day when the extra benefits expire. For someone collecting claims with the extra $300 in benefit, it equals to $17 to $18 an hour for a 40 hour work week. This is tough for companies in the leisure, hospitality, and retail industries to compete with. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac create an opportunity for higher risk borrowers who miss the refinance boom. Earlier this month, the Urban Institute pointed out that the Unprecedented low interest rates of the pandemic era have not benefited everyone. Their research showed that tightening credit access has meant that low income homeowners and those with high loan to value ratios or low credit scores have largely been left out of the opportunity to refinance. So the Federal Housing Finance Agency, FHFA, has now announced a new refinance option to address this issue. They have implemented an initiative to encourage eligible low-income borrowers to refinance and lower both their interest rates and their monthly mortgage payments. It estimates that borrowers who take advantage of this opportunity could save between $100 and $250 a month. Now, to qualify for the loan, which will be available in the summer, you must have a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac-backed mortgage. Property must be owner-occupied, one-unit single-family, 
and have not missed a payment in the last six months or more than one payment in the last year. Also, your loan to value cannot be higher than 97% with our appreciation. I'm sure that's not going to be a challenge. Uh, your income must be at or below 80% of the medium income for your local area and your debt to income ratio cannot exceed 65% or your FICO score below 620. If you have a 65% debt to income ratio, you need to refinance. Under the new option, a lender must provide a minimum reduction in your mortgage payment of $50 and decrease the interest rate of at least 50 basis points. If you are not eligible for an appraisal waiver, basically meaning that an appraisal is not required, you will receive a maximum credit of $500 to cover some of the cost for the appraisal. The appraisals are running closer to about eight or $900 right now. So the remaining of that cost can be rolled into your new loan. This means no money at closing. Last, there, last year, there was spikes in refinance, but more than 2 million low-income families did not qualify for the record low mortgage interest rates. This new refinance option is designed to help those homeowners. Tina Mitchell here, and that is your Money Chat. Coming up next in the Money Hour, panel conversation with Mary Moss of Dynamic Script and Robert Curtis of Business Group Resources right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you one of the nine out of 10 businesses missing out on unclaimed money for your business? That's right, 95% of businesses who qualify for the single tax credit available to the U.S. businesses don't even know about it. Many industries may qualify for the incentive, including construction, trades, medical practices, manufacturing, automotive, and paper and forest products. Why haven't you claimed yours? Robert Curtis with Small Business Group Resources helps small business owners like you recover tax overpayments and get back the money you deserve. Robert has helped hundreds of businesses recover millions of dollars. In the last 16 years, Business Group Resources have recovered more than $1 million a week for over 7,000 businesses. Knowledge is power. Has your company left money on the table? Well, why don't you set up a 10-minute call for a free analysis to see if you qualify? Call or text Robert at 267-335-7835. Again, that's 267-335-7835. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, May 1st show. You can also listen to our podcast or our Facebook premiere show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. I'm flying solo today. Uh, Keelan's at home with his new baby boy. It's a great day to talk about money, and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions, or better yet, connect you with the amazing guests that we have on the show today. 
please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now on our show, our panel conversation with our two guests, Mary Moss of Dynamic Script and Robert Curtis of Business Groups Resources, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome, Mary and Robert, to the show. Thank you, Tina. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for being here. Before we get started on the panel conversation, I'd love to share with our listeners a little bit about both of you, uh, a little bit about Mary. Mary Moss is Vice President and Agency Principal for and on the Leadership Council of Dynamic Script. Mary is also Club President for CEO Space International. Uh, she was introduced to Dynamic Script by a facilitated member of CEO Space. She is an executive leader with C-Suite Sweet Network and on their Social Impact Council. Mary had a successful career in a B2B sales in the tech industry. She also had a very successful career as a real estate investor. Mary has been a volunteer and often on the board of various nonprofits for the last six year, 16 years, including organizations ranging from uh, Qantas Community, Service Focus on Kids, to the Hoff Foundation, which by the way, Mary, I actually served uh, food lunch. I actually cooked for the women at my house, brought it to them and served to them for about a year and a half and also was one of their keynote speakers for their uh, Queen of a Day event. So very familiar with Hoff Foundation, great org organization, serving women coming out of sex trafficking and addiction to the uh, Chamber of Commerce. Mary fell in love with Dynamic Script, when she realized she can combine her expertise in B2B with her love of serving others through nonprofits. She can live a re rewarding life, doing well by doing good. I love that, doing well by doing good. With unlimited opportunity for both with Dynamic. Mary lives in Woodby Island, Washington with her husband, David, my husband's name's David, and 31 years of marriage. She has two grandsons, ages seven and 12, and a great niece who just became a teenager. How fun, Mary. Thank you so much for that great uh, bio. All right, and a little bit about Robert. Robert brings to his work as a business consultant a long and successful career as a marketing manager, senior account executive, trainer and speaker, general manager, and small business owner. His expertise spans the restaurant hospitality industry, natural foods, wholesale dis distribution, retail, financial services, including mortgage and insurance, assisted living and senior services, and product fundraising. He has been the, a director consultant for BNI. I'm actually a support director consultant, uh, Robert, and served as a board member with Weaver's Way Food Corp and the Pennsylvania Association of Mortgage Brokers. In his spare time, because he has a lot of it, <laughs> he speaks to groups about networking for businesses, customer service, successful fundraising, and the importance of good credit. And I think it's both that both of you do so much in the community around the fundraising space. So I'm excited to have both of you here. So Mary, let's go ahead and uh, start out with you today. What brought you into your line of work? A little more than what I shared in your bio. 
Yeah, well, what she said was was a good part of it. You know, I uh, I was in high tech sales for so long, and um, the the Wednesday after I left it, after 25 years, um, I joined Kirkland Kiwanis, and uh, and I have all this B two B experience. And a faculty member at CEO Space introduced me, which I'm a member of and club president, as you said, introduced me to a senior vice president at Dynamic and uh, for a different reason, but it ended up when I heard what he did that I could combine my B2B love and experience with you know, the, the nonprofit 16 years as well and, and uh, get paid for it, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, thank you, this is it, ching, third so thing for a, me. What a blessing for you and a blessing to the people that you serve for sure. Yeah. Robert, how about for you? What brought you into your line of work? Well, to some degree, it was the pandemic. Uh, a partner and I had a uh, business brokerage. And uh, when I did that, when I met businesses who were appropriate uh, for the uh, tax credit that I'm going to be speaking about later, uh, I would invite them to participate in that. Well, with the pandemic, it got very hard to run a business brokerage. We couldn't go in and show the business. We couldn't have in-person meetings. And many of the businesses we were representing um, were on their way out. Restaurants, dry cleaners, right? Who was going to the office anymore? Uh, and so what I do now, I began to do full time at that point because I could work across the nation virtually. And it was an important time to, to help businesses, uh, who some of whom were having difficulty meeting ends. I always love it when you can look at a challenging time and how it brought you into something that's going to be uh, successful and mm -hmm. a great transition in your journey in life. So uh, it's just really beautiful how that how things work out. It only works out if you open up the space yep. in order to see those opportunities that are waiting for you. And then you can go back and connect your dots and say, that's why that happened. Yeah, exactly. It's seeing something as an opportunity and uh, not a calamity. Absolutely. Yes. So true. Uh, Mary, what about uh, what's happening in your industry right now today? Well, what's happening is interesting. It's so timely. I've started this during COVID too, actually, Tina. Um, but what's timely is that especially during COVID, the fundraising industry and everything we do helps nonprofits. The fundraising industry so needs digital. <laughs> they need mobile. They need digital. That's the way everything is going. And that's exactly what we do. And so, so many organizations have been hit so hard. Some nonprofits have done quite well. Others have just been really hit hard. But we're there and can help whoever needs it with this you know, this new technology and you, it's not like you have to sell cookie dough door to door, which isn't a good thing during COVID, right? You actually do this uh, on your app. So it's COVID safe and, um, you know, and going forward, it's wonderful because you can do it online or in line. You know, it's, it's great for live or for digital. Yeah, and it's it's really impressive to see these nonprofit organizations how quickly and there are companies that came in to support them, um, you know, that had to learn quickly as well. How do you navigate? I actually right before I jumped on our virtual studio here, I was at Child Haven's Lunch and Learn. I was actually had a almost an opportunity to be their keynote speaker two years ago, but they had some transition in the organization of where they were really taking the organization from just focusing on the children that they serve to really the importance of 
the families and caregivers of those children. And so they really used their annual luncheon to talk about their, um, what they were planning on doing to change because it's a hundred year plus organization. So it was a big change for them, but it was really impressive uh, to see what they were able to accomplish uh, utilizing technology as they did their luncheon, which has always been face-to-face live now they've did it again, done it again virtually uh, today. So yes, Robert, and what about oh Mary? One thing yes. I have to say, excuse me. There's one thing I have to say, and I think Robert will agree. It's like, thank you so much for giving to us and thousands like us over so many years, and now for other organizations for all you do. You are like the giving queen. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for that shout out. And and likewise to you and uh, people that come from a place of contribution, we attract each other. And that's why both of you are here on the show and excited to go in a little bit deeper uh, with what you're doing. Thank you for that, Mary. I really appreciate it. Uh, Robert, what about you? What's happening uh, right now in your industry? Well, I need to go back to uh, when the tax credit I'm going to talk about started, which was 1981, when some of American businesses were facing a lot of challenges and it was meant to support them. Uh, And interestingly enough, uh, with the pandemic and for some other reasons, supply chain has become a big issue. Uh, And this is something that what we do does is support supply or support American businesses and bringing the supply chain back home. That's yes, that is, uh, that is great. Um, Mary, what do you love the most about what you do? Oh boy, I guess I love Tina that everything we do helps a nonprofit, but you know, there's the other side of me too, that, that everything we do is helping a business to retain and engage employees and to donate more without it coming out of their pockets and just, I love the most, I guess, that everybody wins, you know, the, the subject I gave you. <laughs> and isn't, isn't that great when your company comes from, I did a, a segment on, I've, uh, I'm founder and owner of TM Media Agency, which uh, I opened the company in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic, because I really saw so many people have so much to give through their story and how they're serving their community with the business and product that they offer. And I wanted to be able to create a space like I've been able to do my 10 plus years with the money hour and also creating a space to where they can invite people in to share what they're doing. The problem is all the hard work behind the scenes. And I figured it out and I really mastered the efficiency of that and hired a team to where people can come in and do their own radio and podcast without all the work behind the scenes. And um, so I, I, I bring that up because the, you know, when you come from a, a place of, of contribution, which that's what majority of people want to do with their, their business, the monetizing in the business, it's helping everyone else out uh, as well. So Robert, what about you? What is it that you love most about what you do? Well, two things, actually. One is helping businesses uh, and helping them to get the money that sometimes they like to get. Uh, right now, they really need to get. Uh, and the other is just talking to business owners. I mean, they're a special breed. People who have the audacity to think that they can create something from nothing, create jobs, uh, you know, make an anchor in the community. Uh, just everybody I meet is just fascinating in their own way. I just love talking to the business owners. 
And I bet talking to the business owners, it just opens up a lot more of your creativity as well, because isn't that's what's great when you come to that collaborate space and you're really listening to what other business owners are saying. We all mm -hmm. get, I say, none of us come up with our own brilliant ideas. No. We're motivated and inspired by others. And the brilliancy is then making it your own. So when you have access to all of those business owners, and then you can craft your own message around how you can help other business owners by gathering gathering all of that information of what's working and what's not working. Right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Sharing stories is, is a big part of it. Absolutely. Yep, definitely. Tina. Stories connected to the emotional side. You can't just share data. You got to have the stories behind it for sure. Right. Robert. So we're going to start first, ask you the questions. Okay. What are you um, doing that's unique in your business right now? That's helping to uh, level you up from what your competitors might be doing. Well, who most people would see as my competitors is their general accountant, uh, the people that file their quarterly is in the year end uh, for them. We are, uh, there's 74,000 pages in the tax code. We are specialists. <laughs> Nobody can know all of them. We know one little corner of the tax code. We know it extremely well, and we complement what CPAs do. But tomorrow, there'll so, be 74,000 new pages, right? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But um, we compliment what they do. We're, you know, add-ons to, to what they do and, and help them rather than compete with them. So uh, that's what sets us apart from our competitors, that we just zero in on one thing and do it well. Yeah, I always say to be hyper-focused on one thing, mm -hmm. you know, really go out there and be the best, be able to continue to level up because you've got that hyper-focus now. I do own, own multiple business pl platforms. However, I have a team that manage them. I'm hyper-focused on the space that I'm in at that time. So that is great, uh, Robert. Uh, Mary, what about you? What are you uh, doing that is unique and, and different that uh, sets you aside from your competitors? Well, what sets us aside? You know, there are a lot of rewards platforms out there all over the place, but everything that we do, first, there are hundreds of brands where we shop all the time. Um, that you get rewards for. And then a portion of all of that goes to a nonprofit. So there's that. I mean, that's huge. And then on the, uh, the business side of it, what we do is we, we give employers a lot of leverage using OPM. You can appreciate other people's money, right? And uh, it lets them contribute more. It lets them give more to their employees and clients and all with other people's money. Um, but it helps everybody. It's that Everybody wins. I love other people's money. <laughs> Great panel conversation. I really love the panel when I have an opportunity to uh, chat with both of our uh, guests. So thank you for uh, sharing a little bit and excited to have more conversation with your individual segments. On that note, coming up next in the money hour, who doesn't win? Mary Moss of Dynamic Script right here in 1150 AM KKNW. Are you struggling to differentiate your business or charity from all the others? Mary Moss with Dynamic Script gives businesses like yours the edge you need to retain, engage, and attract employees and customers. Mary and Dynamic keep you top of mind with your custom app with your branding. Plus, they allow you to pick up to five charities you want to make a difference with, and it doesn't come out of your pocket. 
This is Mary Moss with Dynamic Script. For a phone or video consultation to learn more about how this would work for your business, please select a convenient time on my calendar at calendly.com forward slash Mary Moss. That's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot C-O-M forward slash M-A-R-Y-M-A-A-S. Thank you. Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150kknw.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150kknw.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, May 1st show. You can also listen to our podcast or our Facebook premiere show. I am Tina Mitchell, your host, flying solo today. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you are hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now back in studio, we have Mary Moss of Dynamic Script. Who doesn't win right here on 1150 AM KKNW? So Mary, let's go ahead and start out uh, sharing a little bit more about what is Dynamic Script. Well, Tina Dynamic Script was founded in 2013, and the two two of the co-founders, uh, Tim and Dave, they have a combined like 30 years experience in uh, gift card and prepaid card business. And the next step, the next iteration of that is digital. It's mobile. And so for the last four years, we've had a mobile payment rewards app, uh, kind of like a Samsung Pay or an Apple Pay, but it's got a rewards and a charity twist to it. So everything we do helps a nonprofit and there are many, many asset uh, facets to dynamic, but today I kind of want to focus on uh, how it helps businesses and how in turn they serve nonprofits. And anytime that you can, oh, and I know why I was mentioning um, uh, people that are just tuning in now, I'll say, where am I I'm going that I did a pod- podcast, I was going with that uh, in our earlier segment, and I got uh, off track a little bit, but uh, I did a podcast on the importance of businesses coming from a place of contribution. And uh, once you can connect the importance of coming from contribution, that's where the monetize really happens. And that's really why uh, I wanted to have you here and sharing about that, Mary. So let's talk a little bit more about the importance for businesses with what you do. Let me just add a little bit because your listeners are probably going, tell me a little more about what they actually do at this point. I wanted to just say there are a few hundred businesses out there, a few hundred brands that we shop at all the time. You know, Amazon and Walmart and Starbucks and Home Depot, Best Buy, Hotels.com, you know, um, Cheesecake Factory, Um, hundreds like that. And what you do is their app user gets the best deal they can, either online or inline. And then for for paying with the app, they actually get another 2% to 15% cash back instantly. And a portion of that goes to support a nonprofit. 
And businesses can typically pick up to about five nonprofits they'd like to support. And it's supported through the purchases of their clients and employees on the app. So can you share a little bit more about how, um, how that's uh, helping the nonprofit organizations? The nonprofits or the businesses? You were asking me about one or the other. Which one did you want to talk about first, Tina? You you go ahead and just share which one you want to talk about first. I love to talk about both, but let's start with <laughs> Go ahead and talk about both of them. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, with the businesses, there are so many ways it helps them. But I think the first and foremost is with uh, employee and customer retention. It's such a big deal for businesses. Most of them don't even realize a few quick stats on that. Uh, Shroom, it's not Mushroom, it's the Society for Human Resource Management, the gurus of HR. They say that to replace one employee costs a business 50% to 250% of their annual salary and benefits combined. So you've got an entry-level person making 35,000 salary benefits combined. It costs them 50% to turn that person over. And now I know your mind, Tina, is going to 35,000 and 50%, I mean, 17,500 bucks, it's a chunk of change. But on toward the other end of the scale, when you have a leadership or a, a you know, a, a tech type person that's making 125,000 salary benefits combined, glad you're probably sitting down because it's a staggering 250% to replace that person. I'll do that math. It's 312,500. It's huge for businesses. Wow. And then on the customer side of it, just another quick stat, customer retention. Um, Harvard Business School says for every 5% increase in customer retention, a business can add 25% to 95% to profitability. What business will not love that? <laughs> yeah. And if you, if you don't have the turnover in your employees, you're going to have better retention given with your clients, your customers. Right. We, we do have some predictive backend analytics I won't get into that all works together to help with the retention. Uh, and the nonprofit organization side? Well, the way that a nonprofit is um, benefited is that they get fundraising. <laughs> I mean, that is like the main thing, right? And um, just our basic, um, our basic package is going to help a nonprofit raise a thousand dollars. And I mean, you can raise millions, right? Um, it's very easily incorporated into however they do their fundraising now. And if they get a custom branded app themselves, they get $10 up front of every app. And then they also get purchases ongoing through the app, just as though it were purchased through a business. And so, um, you know, these these donors are, it, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's huge because yeah, it, and just, then you it said goes the, on and on. It's sustainable is kind of yeah. what I want to say, Tina. Absolutely. And then you say the businesses get to choose their nonprofit organizations. Yes, they do up to five. And, you know, there are other benefits for businesses too. Um, they, they, they're rewarding customers, and this is key, with leverage. They're using other people's money, you know, OPM. You can appreciate that in your biz, right? And um, for a small amount, they're generating, um, you know, 10 times or more the rewards. And so it's like for 25 bucks, on average, their employees or their customers are going to get 300 to $500. Now, this is the money hour, Tina. 
Yes. If I said, Tina, give me 25 bucks, I'll give you 500. Would you say, okay? I think I would. <laughs> All day long and twice on weekends, right? Exactly. 2000% ROI. And then, you know, another benefit too, is that, is that um, customers feel valued. You know, they're using similar numbers that I just gave you for customers, but realize that this is money that your, you know, your clients and your employees would never have if they didn't have your app, your custom branded, branded app. And yes, it is your app. It's custom branded for a business. So, and just, you know, another big thing for corporations is that most of them would love to give more to charity, um, Tina, but they just can't, you know, they're in the business to make money, right? And so this helps them increase their corporate social responsibility or basically corporate giving. Um, and this is leverage too. It's also using the OPM. So that, that same 25 bucks that's already in their HR or marketing budget that gives their clients that 300 to 500 back, they're also getting probably about another 100 they're giving to charity just through the purchases through the app that their employees and clients are making. So... Pretty, pretty powerful, uh, pretty powerful stuff for sure, uh, Mary. So, uh -huh. I'm sorry, you can make that real clear though. The, the major brands, where the money is coming from, you know, uh -huh. the major brands are giving more to charity, they're giving more to their customers, and they're looking to engender uh, brand loyalty, you know. And I mean, if you're going to buy something that's on the app, why, you know, a brand that's on the app, why would you even buy anything else, right? Yeah, and that's a that's a key piece of it too. The the brand loyalty is is a really important uh, uh, part of it. Yeah. yeah. So, what type of businesses or do all businesses fit greatly in this model? Well, there you know it's it's so versatile. It's just it's wide open. But to give you a really great one, really great ones are membership organizations you know, from credit unions um, to fitness or health or um, sports clubs to stores like REI, you know, or businesses like uh, AAA. Yeah. But it is amazing for all sizes of businesses. And um, so you're saying give you an example a, of a small, medium, large, maybe how it, you know. Yeah. So if you're saying for a small business or a sole entrepreneur, it's it benefits them as well, not just big corporations. Exactly. And, um, you know, like, for instance, on a solopreneur, I, we could take a mortgage broker. Let's take a realtor, um, a realtor. What determines if somebody is going to call a realtor when they're ready to buy or sell a house? It's whether they're top of mind. Okay. And um, there are literally a million realtors in the country and they have to, to distinguish themselves. And so this is giving people something of real value and it's donating to charity and people want to deal with businesses that are philanthropic. So I got to figure out why I'm not doing this yet. We need to, we need to have a, uh, have a conversation, Mary, uh, yeah. after the show. All right, so if someone wants to earn more money by helping nonprofits, they're, they're able to do it through this, through this avenue. They can, nonprofit or for-profit businesses. And um, um, the best thing to do, I think, on that, if somebody's interested in another stream of income, not doing well, you know, 
by doing good. The best thing is probably to check out my website. Um, there's actually, a, I think it's about a 14 minute overview video on this. Um, and that's at dynamicacademy.us forward slash Mary Moss and it's M-A-R-Y-M-A-A-S, it's two A's, one S. Um, and then if you're interested, you know, after that to learn more, have a further conversation, um, please, pick a convenient time on my calendar, which is calendly.com forward slash Mary Moss, M-A-A-S. Wonderful. So Mary, can you, uh, we've got a couple minutes left uh, here and I wanna make sure that we uh, talk about a couple other things. Can you share an example of how nonprofits raise funds with the app? Well, sure. Um, a couple of things like um, take a school, you know, a school with about 1500 kids, let's say. The school programs are wonderful. They even help put a little bit more in teachers' pockets so they're not so out of pocket as much. Um, but 1,500 kids on this, it's typically a five-year program on schools. They can tend to raise like $1.2 million, Tina. I mean, every school needs money. There's something that they're, you know, they don't have enough for athletics or for, you know, for music or for whatever. Every school needs something, and 1.2 million can go a long way. Definitely. So, no, like in every neighborhood. Oh, excuse me. In every neighborhood, there's a a, a club like a YWCA or a, a you know a swim club or something. They typically have 5,000 to 15,000 members. So if a thousand get the app, that's 10,000 up front to the club, and then ongoing. The way the numbers work out, it can average something like 12,000 a month. You know. So what a great uh, product and service that you are offering. It's always a, a pleasure to have you here in studio and uh, excited to have you back. And uh, anybody that's listening to the show, uh, definitely reach out to the show. We'll get you connected with Mary. Uh, also, she's left her information. So thank you so much, Mary. Really appreciate you being here today. Thank you, Tina. It's a pleasure. I'm so glad I'm on with Robert. I think I need to know him. I <laughs> know. Uh, now, now you get to hear what he does. And coming up next in the money are what 95% of qualified business owners do not know. Robert Curtis of Business Group Resources right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you one of the nine out of 10 businesses missing out on unclaimed money for your business? That's right, 95% of businesses who qualify for the single tax credit available to the US businesses don't even know about it. Many industries may qualify for the incentive, including construction, trades, medical practices, manufacturing, automotive, and paper and forest products. Why haven't you claimed yours? Robert Curtis with Small Business Group Resources helps small business owners like you recover tax overpayments and get back the money you deserve. Robert has helped hundreds of businesses recover millions of dollars. In the last 16 years, Business Group Resources have recovered more than one million a week for over 7,000 businesses. Knowledge is power. Has your company left money on the table? Well, why don't you set up a 10-minute call for a free analysis to see if you qualify? Call or text Robert at 267-335-7835. Again, that's 267-335-7835. Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. 
Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to the Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, May 1st show. You can also listen to us on podcast or catch our Facebook premiere show. I am your host, Tina Mitchell, flying solo solo without my co-host, Keelan, today. We bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. Why? Because we're here to help you in today's economy. And now in studio, Robert Curtis of Business Group Resources. What 95% of qualified business owners do not know. Right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Robert, thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me here, Tina. Appreciate it. So I know everybody that's been listening to the show and has heard the intros and outros, what is it that 95% of qualified business owners do not know? Well, let me tell you where that tagline comes from and what the story is. Um, if you remember a little while before President Trump came into office in 2015, um, Carrier Air Conditioning in Indianapolis was talking about moving their factory to Mexico. And um, it seemed like suddenly they just found $25 million to get them to stay here. Well, the money didn't just magically appear. What happened is Carrier, as large a company as it is, never bothered to take a tax credit called the R&D tax credit. So that got the Wall Street Journal to thinking, and they did a poll of businesses, and they found that 95% of U.S. businesses with 50 employees or fewer who qualified for the credit didn't know about it or didn't take it. So that's what 95% of the businesses don't know. And well, before, before I about. knew you and invited you into the show, I didn't know what it is. So let's talk about what is the R&D tax credit? Well, it's sort of a misnomer. Let me give you a tiny bit of history. In 1981, uh, American companies were having a difficult time competing against uh, Japanese manufacturers. So uh, the government instituted a temporary uh, part of the tax code called the R&D or Research and Development Tax Credit. And it was geared towards small American manufacturing companies to help them keep jobs on our shores and make them more competitive. Well, it was a temporary program that lasted until 2015. <laughs> and then in 2015, and you got to love government uh, acronyms, they passed the PATH Act, P-A-T-H, protecting Americans against tax hikes. And in the PATH Act in 2015, they made the R&D tax credit permanent, and they also expanded it significantly. So that at this point, my biggest competitor is the name R&D tax credit. Because when people hear it, they say, well, I never filed for a patent. I never invented anything. But it really should at this point be called the business innovation tax credit because uh, you don't need to wear a lab coat or uh, yeah. carry around a clipboard to, to qualify for it. So, Robert, share why do we not know about this? Well, it really is because of the name, because people just, you know, their eyes glaze over. They think I don't do R&D. And, but again, it's not R&D as we usually think about it. Uh, another reason is because, as I mentioned, uh, when Mary and I were speaking before, 
the tax code is 74,000 pages long. Nobody can know all of it. And everybody's accountant does a great job. They keep you out of trouble filing your quarterlies, doing your year ends. But most of them are either unaware of the tax credit or they don't have a, a full or deep understanding of just how rich a credit it is. It's probably the biggest single credit for small and mid-sized American businesses. And again, that is in no way disparaging accountants. They do a great job, but they're generalists. They can't know it all. Nobody can. Uh, yeah. So, Robert, who qualifies for this credit? So, um, I, I don't want to put you to sleep with the definition. <laughs> but, so, a couple of things. Let me tell you who doesn't I'll cut qualify. off if I'm starting to fall asleep. How about okay. that? Okay. Unfortunately, nonprofits don't qualify because they don't pay taxes. Um, it is really meant for companies that solve specific problems for individual clients, where a lot of what they do is a one-off. So something like a real retailer probably wouldn't because it's product on the shelf, product off the shelf. Um, I work with a lot of dentists and medical practices because, you know, you don't want to think that your doctor is experimenting, but every day he or she listens to your complaint. They need to think, well, what should I diagnose that? And then they need to think about what's the best treatment and then what's the best medication if they need a medication. And then they have to think about, well, what should the dosage be? And, and you know how you, you kind of play around with the dosage till you get it right. So all of that is indeed experimentation or innovation, and it comes under the credit. So medical, dental, chiropractic, uh, physical therapy practices, almost anything in construction, whether it's solar, HVAC, electrical, general contracting. Um, let, let's say just a, a home remodeler. They've got to figure out, so I'm putting a new room on. What's the best way to hook up the electrical? What's the most efficient way to, to hook up the air conditioning and heating? Um, all of that. And they might say, you know, I'm going to try out this new material, see how that works, or, or a new construction technique. Um, things in tech work well. Um, you know, I, I'm surprised every day at the businesses who do come under it that it wouldn't even have occurred to me with the experience I, uh, I have uh, in it. So, so assuming uh, that your accountant wouldn't fall into that, even though that they're trying to strategize one off for each client. Well, you know what? Best serve them. Accountants would come into it. And they so would financial it. advisors, as long as it's not a cookie cutter financial advisor, but somebody who sits down, looks at what your needs are, plans out a portfolio. I'll give you the proviso about who qualifies and who doesn't. It began life as a jobs program to help keep jobs on U.S. shores. So if somebody is a sole proprietor with no employees, it's probably not going to work for them. You know, usually you want to have at least one W-2 employee. And the more employees that you have, the, the, the more it's going to work for you. Okay. So, uh, Robert, let's talk about how the credit actually works. Sure. So let me give you the disclaimer that um, I do business development for the company. I am not a CPA. You would not want to take tax advice from me unless you wanted the federal government to house you for several years at no charge. Uh, that being said, it is a dollar for dollar credit for any money that a company has spent toward what qualifies as R&D. So that could be um, you know, reusable or disposable supplies. It could be new equipment. It's um, uh, the uh, employee's time. Um, there are a number of things that are covered. Now, if you're a Boeing or a General Dynamics, 
and you're going for hundreds of million dollars in R&D credit, the government is looking at specific um, uh, time records, expense records, the rest of that. But it just wouldn't be profitable for small to mid-sized businesses to go through that. So we have developed an IRS compliant uh, system that essentially goes by what is normal and uh, in a particular industry and for that particular industry's activities that would be covered by the R&D credit. And we have an intake form. Uh, the worst part of this process is somebody has to spend 30 minutes having a conversation with me. That's the toughest part. Um, I'm, sure that wouldn't, I, I'm sure that wouldn't be tough at all, Robert. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'll learn about the business, some of their activities, and we'll get a good sense of whether they qualify. And then we throw it over to our tax team, who's got 17 years of experience just yeah. doing this and nothing else. So when you say tax credit, really dollar for dollar, meaning it's coming off of the your income earned on that side of it, yes? Yes. And okay, the IRS allows you to go back three years. Wow. So the first thing we will do is go back and do a recovery. And then we can work with your accountant in succeeding years to instead of recovering at a rebate to just pay less taxes each year. Got it. So how difficult is it to to get this, Robert? It's not difficult at all. Uh, yeah. the, the process that I use is uh, like a quick 10, 15 minute conversation with somebody to give them a, the 30,000 foot overview, see if there's an interest. If there is, we'll spend about 30 minutes uh, speaking about the company, uh, learning some of the particulars. And then uh, we have a, um, a secure um, uh, upload of the taxes, corporate and personal taxes. And then in, in about two weeks, this time of year, maybe three weeks, we will cut <laughs> its tax time, we're busy. Uh, we will come back with a free, no obligation, what we call an incentive analysis saying, hey, this is about what we think we can get back for you. Somebody yeah. can choose to walk away and leave thousands on the table, or they can decide to proceed. If they decide to proceed, we work on a contingency basis and take a portion of recovery. Okay. So nothing recovered, nothing yeah, and nothing, nothing lost. Sounds like no. a, it sounds like a win-win for sure. So um, any concerns that this is going to flag you for an audit? You know, that's the biggest concern I hear from everybody. And of course, the biggest concession. So when we are going back, looking at previous years, these are numbers that have already been reported to the IRS. And the IRS has seen these numbers and they said, yeah, these are your tax returns. We accept them. Essentially, all we're doing coming back and say, oh, we need a do-over. We forgot one thing. Well, we forgot to take the R&D tax credit or the numbers already reported. Um, you know, somebody can get audited for any reason at any time by the IRS. So I could never say, no, you will never get audited. But what we do is, you know, we don't go too close to the guardrails. And, and this is a program that's been around for what, 40 years now. Um, and it's a standard part of the, the IRS uh, rules. So it's uh, not going to trigger an audit in and of itself by any means. It's so surprising that something that's so great and can benefit so many business owners and save so much on taxes that even majority or a lot of your accountants or CPAs don't know that it exists. And the government sets aside over, around. excuse me, I'm sorry, the, the government sets aside over $12 billion a year for the tax credit and they never spend it all. 
Wow. Well, if you're listening to the show, uh, definitely reach out to the show. We can get you uh, connected with uh, Robert if you think that uh, you might benefit it. Again, it's, you know, you're not going to pay anything unless you actually um, uh, receive that benefit. And right. Uh, spending 30 minutes of time with Robert, I'm sure uh, there'd be lots of um, benefit coming out of that. Well, Robert, thank you so much for uh, coming into the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and Mary. Yeah, time goes by quick, doesn't it? Yes, it does. That is the wrap for our show. This is your host, Tina Mitchell, signing off. We'll have a My co-host, Keelan, will be in and back next week. We are your local mortgage experts. Enjoy the rest of your week. We look forward to talking more money with you next show right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.